Deep within that bladed land which the vengeful wood has reclaimed lies the abandoned manses and forgotten manors of wealthy landowners and foppish nobles. Built in hubristic defiance of the old forest, tales spread among the borderlands of one such manor, a lavish plantation atop sweeping hills that overlook the terraced fields, where, before the knights of old Calidor reclaimed what was theirs, Indolent lords and ladies gorged themselves on progressively rarer and more esoteric delicacies to sate their endless hunger, eventually consuming their servants and even each other in orgiastic cannibal gluttony. The nobles are gone now. They fled the butcher's knives of their comrades and the vengeful cleavers of their would-be meals. Only the accumulated wealth of all of the region's nobility remains, hidden away under peeling floorboards and in dusty cellars just waiting for an enterprising treasure hunter hungry enough to find it. Cat, please describe your character physically and let us know their names and pronouns. Uh, Alina is a pretty tall woman, uh, quite fit. She is dressed very simply, lots of earthen tones uh, to sort of camouflage in with the area. Most of it is concealed under a long, slightly oversized hooded brown cloak, though there is the notable alteration to it of a sizable patch that seems to have been cut out and hemmed from the left bicep on the inside. Face is strong, angular, eyes bright, searching, and she isn't particularly armed. Two knives more suited to utility than anything. Mostly she's just carrying a pack and some pouches that seem random unless you are of a certain trade. And Namtab, please describe your character physically, their name, and their pronouns, please. Uh, yes, I am Mahira. I am a man. I'm not so much tall as I appear stretched, elongated. I am wearing a monocle and have a thin moustache which I occasionally twirl in my fingers. I am basically a British red shirt. <laughs> nobleman. I wear a backpack and I am carrying what looks like a rapier of sorts, although it is mostly ornamental. Okay. You've been traveling in the woods for a few days now. You have know that these woods are haunted and that they change everyone who comes in. If they even come back out, they are extremely broken people when they return. They might return with riches sometimes, they might not. But also, more typically than not, some walk in in groups and either none or only one come back. So something must have driven you to the point where you have entered these woods that are known to hate, that are known to want to be left alone by humankind. But we're not going to go into that right now. Instead, on the far edge of the once manicured grounds, 
you encounter a party of time-worn noble men and women, garbed in shredded, gore-encrusted, and mud-smeared finery. They are hunched over the bloated, fly-shrouded corpse of a massive pig. The nobles stuff handfuls of raw meat, viscera, and entrails into their mouths full of rotting teeth, heedless of blood and other effluvium that spatters their painted faces and powdered wigs. Their necks, wrists, and waists are bedecked with jewelry of gold and precious stones, and their pockets and undershirts are stuffed to spilling with gold coins and gems. What do you do? Keep in mind, these are the first people in here that you've seen since you've entered the forest. You might be starved for any other human contact aside from each other. Well, I say, uh, what ho, good fellows. Um, I believe you're supposed to cook the pig first. You might get germs otherwise. Okay, if he is just going to immediately open his mouth, I am going to get behind the nearest tree and observe. Okay. They look up at you and, like, giant smiles fill their face and you can see that their teeth are, like, stained and yellowed and so awfully kept that there might even be some brown in there. Some some of their teeth have probably rotted away. I see you too are British. <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to make that joke for the yeah. sake of the mood, but I was yeah. definitely thinking it. No. And they move over to you and they say, oh, welcome, welcome, please, yes. We haven't had anything to eat in days, weeks. Yes, yes. The ungrateful wretches who used to live in the plantation and injected us, they they denied us what are rightfully ours. Do you have any food, please? We are starving. Starving. Well, I mean, there's the rest of the pig. Uh, no. I may have... I may have a sandwich. No, we... Sandwich, yes. Yes, please, give us... Give us the food, please. <laughs> I take... I, okay, I go into my bag and take out an egg and watercress sandwich that's been cut... The crusts have been removed and it is cut into triangles. They all tear into it. Like, they... When I tear, I mean literally tear. They start ripping the sandwich apart and, like, eating it messily. And then oh, one looks... That? The, the, the pieces are already bite size. They look at you and they say, We need more. Do you have more food? More food? Please, we're starving. Uh, oh, uh, I may have an apple. So, we know what Mahira is doing. Alina, are you going to do anything to interject in this? It doesn't seem like anything that Mahira is going to give them is going to sate them. I know trouble when I see it. I'm, I'm well acquainted with maybe not the forest's particular quirks, but I know when people can and can't be reasoned with. I don't want to get involved in this. I either want to go around or over. And I'm just going to trust that Mahira can get out of this situation without me. Okay, so it sounds like you are trying to just sneak around without being caught. 
so... Yeah. Do you have any skills that would help with that? We are in a forest, yeah? Yes. Can you describe the foliage to me? Very thick, very dense. The trees themselves are deciduous, and their leaves are very thick, so thick that you can't see the sky above the canopy. For all you know, it could be daylight out, and you would have no idea. Are they close-packed enough that I could walk along the branches from tree to tree? Yes, I will say so. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to climb up the tree that I hid behind and navigate through the branches until I'm not quite beyond earshot of this pack of nobles, but just on the edge of the range. And I think I have a skill that will work for me. The skill's name is Plants. Okay. I'm climbing and walking along trees. I feel like plants applies here. All right, so that is one light die for using a skill. There's definitely a risk to your body, so there's going to be a dark die. If you want, I will give you a devil's bargain for an extra light die. You'll get lost or separated from your companion if you take this devil's bargain for the extra dice. So while I am going on ahead, I don't want to just up and ditch him right okay. now. So you're not going to take the Devil's Bargain? I'm not. Okay. So go ahead and roll your two dice. You are allowed right. to veto or suggest alterations. Yeah, I know. The suggested bargain seems rational, but it's not something I want. Okay, that is a six on my light die and a two on my dark die. Since the light die is higher than the dark die, you succeed and there's basically no complication. So you go between branch and branch from tree to tree and you get far enough ahead that you would feel safe if it came down to it, but not so far ahead as to lose your travel companion. I'm going to stay up in the branches and just listen. Okay. Mahara, I'm not even going to make you roll. It is clear that no matter how much food you give them, they are not going to be satisfied. And it is to the point where even if you do genuinely run out of food to give them, like if you give them all your food because you just feel sorry for these people, they're going to demand that you give them more food and that you are hiding food from them and it's starting to get ugly so what are you going to do Colin you said these uh, nobles are wearing tell me about the treasure it's basically they are covered with jewelry like one of them has like a necklace of gold another one has like silver ring inlaid with a jade other precious stones and such a are on all these noble figures. Okay. So I, I, I realize I'm not particularly getting anywhere with offering them a round of sandwiches and, and an apple. This isn't working. I say, you, you appear rather more hungry than I can manage. I tell you what, chaps. 
a, a mile ago, I passed um, what appeared to be a, a wagon that had become waylaid, which, ha- which had provisions in it. I, I could tell you the location, however, I need a bit of prequoke pro, a, a, a bit of gold to loosen my tongue. I, I, I see some smaller pieces of jewelry may He's provide the location. He's not giving us food. Colin, He's not giving us our food. I, I, I'm use, I would like to use the skill lies. Oh, okay. So you're using your skill and you're definitely risking your mind or body to attempt the task because uh, if they don't believe your lie, then you're going to get attacked. Let's see. I'm trying to think if there's a devil bargain I want to give you. You will cause collateral damage or unintended harm. Yeah, sure, done. <laughs> okay. Some, if you succeed, some poor motherfucker. It's not worth right to succeed. It happens. I've accepted the bargain. It happens. Oh, okay. Yeah. So some poor motherfucker is uh, going to get hurt. That is like, they are going to eat him instead. But yeah, go for it. Uh, two light, one dark. So that is, oh, it's a five. Uh, I succeed, but there's a complication. Yes. Some of them will give you their jewels and gold. And um, one of them says, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. What if he's lying? What if he's lying and there's nothing there? Collateral. That's what we need. We need collateral. You'll come with us. You'll show us where it is. And if it's not there, it's not there. We'll find something to eat. Hmm. That's rather inconvenient. I need to be going the other direction. Well, that's too bad now, isn't it? Because if you're telling the truth, if you're telling the truth, all you, all you'll lose is three miles worth of time. That's not, not that's not a lot of time at all. It sounds to me like if you're so worried about going there, if you're so worried about showing us where it is, then uh, <laughs> then it might not actually be there, is it? I never said I was worried. One of them pulls out a gore-covered knife and walks up to you and says, show the way. I start walking. I feel like I maybe want to get in the way of this. Yeah, I was just about to ask if uh, Alina wanted to do anything to intervene in this. These nobles seem... They don't strike me as being especially interested in delayed gratification. I think if I throw something in front of them now, then they might get hung up on that instead. Have we crossed much wildlife? None that stick around to let you get a good look at them. Maybe the odd deer or boar, but they seem to stay away from humans. Hmm. The forest is not very giving. Right, right. Well, perhaps I could find something and shepherd it into the middle of this crowd. All right. Do you have a skill that would come in handy for that? 
have the skill tracking. That would come in handy. Mm, I'm not going to suggest any devil's bargains. However, players can also put forth devil's bargains to other players. Uh, uh, so you said you had a bag with you. A couple of them. Small satchels, mostly. But yeah, there's something akin to a messenger bag on my hip as well. What if you got another light die in exchange for one of those getting a hole in it? Hmm. <laughs> so you would lose something. Yeah. Interesting. The DM just says no. One of your uh, the, your prepared ingredients is just gone. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, make my life harder. All right. Two light, one dark. Is this one dark? Is my mind or body at risk? Just searching for an animal. Actually, you know what? No, there would not be a dark in this case. Yeah, go ahead. Just roll two light. A three and a four. I succeed, but there's a complication. Now, here is a thing. I can push. If you're unhappy with your roll and your highest dice is a light dice, which in this case it very much is, there's no dark dice at all, you may add a dark dice and re-roll them all. Nah. Make my life hard. Okay. The only animal that you can find in here is... A wild boar and as you know wild boars if you are even if you are specifically hunting for them can be extremely dangerous so there would be some sort of danger to your body if things go south and you anger this boar and it decides to go after you you could very easily just be gored mm-hmm <laughs> Well, I would like to try and use smell to cause it to freak out and run in the direction of the group. Ah, so you're overloading its sense of smell or like using something that is stinky, essentially, to uh, drive it towards the group. Yes. Do you have any skills that would come in handy for that? Plants. Plants could work, yes. I could locate some foliage, some specific species of plants that, you know, I could chew, tie up in a thin cloth satchel, the little bit of twine, then throw it with all my might at an orientation that is adjacent to the boar, but opposite to where the party of ravenous nobles are. Okay. I will not make a devil's bargain at this time. I will say there will be a dark dice because it is dark out and is hard to identify specific plants in this particular foliage. You might accidentally find something that's poisonous to yourself while doing so. So that is where the dark dice is coming in, in play. Um, but go ahead and roll one light and one dark. 
It is a one on the light and three on the dark. Alright. And highest ice is a dark die. The dark die is higher than your current ruin. What is your current ruin? Current ruin is three. Then it is not higher, so it is just a failure. So you try to do this, and in theory, this would work. The problem here is you throw it in the wrong place and it charges in the wrong direction and uh, and disappears deeper into the woods just pinch the bridge of my nose and (sighs) alright Mahira it's been a couple minutes worth of walking about 10, 15 minutes. And one of them goes, this must have been a mile by now. I haven't seen any goddamn coach. Uh, my, my friend, it's been two minutes. It, it takes longer to it's walk a mile. It's been 10. The average human walking speed is two miles an hour. You still got 20 more minutes before you need to be where you're going. Yeah, well, they're not exactly listening to reason. Look, we're, we're very nearly there. I figure it's just over the next hill. You know, I think... I so, think so we've Colin, got... Uh, the, the image I got in my head, and correct me if I'm wrong, was most of them are walking sort of up ahead. They're salivating. They're hungry. And there's only one of them particularly paying a lot of attention to me. Yes. All right, I'm going to do something stupid. What are you going to do? I'm going to use a ritual. Aha! A ritual. So which ritual are you using here? Um, someone to be useful if I knew where an animal was. So I'm assuming I've not seen anything like a deer or... No. In that case, um, obscure. You can obscure yourself from one creature, essentially. Okay. So the one paying attention to me. Yep. You have a skill, ritual, that is a light die. And you automatically get one dark. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm looking to obscure myself from the one person looking for me, and then in the time it takes him to summon his friends and get them to turn around and look for me, I'm hoping to have legged it far enough away that the forest covers my tracks to some extent. All right, one light, one dark. Um, so five and two. So I succeed, but there's a complication. But I still, you describe the complication, but I still get to describe how I succeed. Okay. I guess it doesn't have to be something immediate. You could just have them looking for us for a while. Yeah, but how do you succeed? Tell me how you get away. How this ritual works is I summon an orb in my hand and then throw it at my feet, and that causes my body to become invisible to one thing of my choosing, in this case, the guy looking at me. And then I run. I sort of run a little bit away and then I hide behind a rock or just basically out of view and I just crouch I and I pray for them to miss me as they look. You do hear after a while, he went away! It was a lie! It was a trick! And then uh, eventually you see them all running past. They all go right by you as they go deeper into the wood towards the plantation that you were actually going to. Eventually... You two do meet up with each other. Oh, well, I say I I will do 
it appears the natives of, of this land will um, will require a little bit of um, well, they will require extra provisions. Well, there isn't much scavenging to be done around here. Probably be best to just steer clear of them as much as we can. Yes, it does seem to be a dearth of fruit. I mean, I don't know how much fruit grows in forests typically, but um, it does seem to be a rather minimal amount. At least this forest, yeah. Hmm. Well, what ho, we won't get anywhere standing around. Let's press on. Motion for him to lead the way. Yeah, yeah, confidently walk forwards. I, I have no idea where I'm going. I'm just walking. Yeah, you, you know roughly where the plantation is. Okay, I, I, I point and we go. Further past the nobles and the pig is an overturned stagecoach that looks to have been torn apart in a frenzy. Suitcases and bags of shredded and discarded finery are strewn about the road. The moldering maggot-infested corpses of a pair of horses are still lashed to the wagon. The charred body of a footman is strung up under a tree, skin crisp black as a bark of oak. The cook fire still smolders beneath the body, fueled by the remnants of muddy, ashen silks and satins. There are bite marks all up and down the footman's legs and side, and what's left of the skin of his face is peeled into a taut and rictus grin. Does he appear to be breathing? No, <laughs> he is okay. very much dead. Can I tell what tooth marks they are? I don't have any skills to know this. No, no, then you can't. And there's no risk. There might be a risk to your mind and sanity, but nah, I'm not going to make you do that. Alina might be able to do it with tracking. I imagine that uh, knowing what kind of nah. bite marks would come in handy. Tracking, no. Perception, yes. Okay. Do you want to try and, uh, try and do it? Huh. I'm not especially interested to know, but if I'm asked, I'll look. Well, I say, are there wolves in this forest? Not that I've heard, not that I've seen. It almost looks as if something's cooked this man, unlike the pig. I'm going to find a stick. I'm not going to touch this corpse with my hands. Cracking <laughs> the body with a stick. Yes, literally, I'm not going to touch this corpse with my hands. I'm going to take a stick and use it to, you know, maneuver, you know, the leg a little bit closer to me, push a little bit of cloth out of the way. Interest has been expressed, so I will examine. Okay. Keep in mind, Colin, you are allowed to just give us things if there's no risk. Yeah, no, there, there is going to be a risk because cannibalism is kind of fucked up and would probably drive you a little bit towards the deep end, so I am going to say that there's going to be a light and a dark dice here because uh, there is a risk to your mind. Yeah, it makes sense if it's something in the trigger warnings then. <laughs> Alright. Six on the light, three on the dark. These are definitely human teeth marks. I just... It goes from curiosity on my face to... Uh, disgust and... 
fear a little bit. I don't stop examining, but I look a lot less happy to be doing it. No, the... These aren't wolves. They're... The, the teeth get blunt too soon. The jaw isn't big enough. These look like... These look like human teeth. I say, people shouldn't eat people. I agree. Yeah. Stop looking it over now. So, I do now ask both of you, what desperation and hunger has your background forced you to suffer? Hmm. Um... Desperation. Well, in my case, it would be the desperation of keeping up physically. Of needing to keep a pace of the people around me and knowing that failure to do so would be the end of everything. Hunger, not hunger, no, we, we'd be well fed enough. Unless we want to talk emotional hungers, in which case it's the same sort of deal. A hunger to be strong, a hunger to be fast, to be sturdy, to be ready, to keep your place. Hunger. I hunger for the finer foods, for the for the meals I used to have, for the banquets, for the for the veal, for the quail's eggs, for the caviar. Those are long gone. Egg and crust sandwiches with the crusts cut off is the best I can hope for nowadays. As for desperation. The desperation for status to overturn the charges, to get back to the position that is rightfully mine. To run something, to be someone. That's the desperation that I feel that drove me here. We got treasure in this wagon. Oh yes, there is treasure in this wagon. You did say there were rotting horses in an overturned wagon with some good-looking stuff in it. Uh, yeah, suitcases and bags of, uh, shredded and discarded finery. Do you take it? Uh, no. Eyes nah. on the prize. This, yeah, we... this isn't... This isn't what I need. This isn't This money. isn't going to give me what I need. This isn't treasure. Okay. You merge into the irrigated rice fields between you and the plantation manor house. Tall, neck-high stalks of golden yellow jut out like spears from the brackish, knee-deep waters. Overhead, the sky is ashen and the air is thick with smoke that billows up from scattered fires throughout the fields. Everything smells of ash and charcoal. The faint, coppery taste of blood is in your mouth 
Rice paddies, you said? Yes, rice fields. Yeah. You're currently knee-deep in gross, brackish water. Yeah, so I don't know if the book there is just being poetic or if it means that literally, but I am going to put my hand in the water, scoop it up, and smell it. Because brackish is denotes salinity. Yes. I'm not even going to make you roll for it. You can smell the hints of salt in the water. But the rice is growing in it? Uh, it just says neck-high stalks of golden yellow. Oh, golden So is it rice or wheat? Mm. I'm going to break off a piece. Just examine it. Okay. Um, not putting it in my mouth. Just examining. Oh, uh, no, that's that's rice. I believe rice actually does grow in somewhat brackish water. Huh. Unfamiliar to me. I am not a farmer. I know things about plants, but I don't know everything about plants. Interesting knowledge to file away. All right. Well, can we see the manor house from where we are? You can. It's off in the distance, and it doesn't look like you can simply walk around the rice fields. The rice fields surround it, so either way, you're going to have to go through this. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to hurry. You know, get out, find a safe place, and dry our socks out so we don't get trench foot. No telling how long this is going to take. We do need to be careful. But also, we don't want to, you know, eat shit in the middle of enemy territory. So, make time, but not, no, not hastily. All right, Hira, what's your reaction to these rice fields? We have Alina investigating the rice itself in the water. What do you do? I just look around and I'm sort of taking that. So there appears to be a fair crop here that's growing. However, there doesn't seem to be anyone tending it that I can see, which is concerning. The fires are also somewhat concerning. Um, all in all, this uh, this pl these fields are rather poorly maintained. There's some serious work that needs to be done here if we're to make this area if I'm to make this area profitable. Does the Does the rice look like it's growing poorly? It doesn't look like it's growing poorly, but it he is correct in that it doesn't look like it's also maintained. Because I don't think rice typically gets that tall. More to the point the fires were definitely signs of poor maintenance. I'm no farmer, but that ain't right. It does seem a waste considering how hungry the locals are. I fear from the body that rice may not be... Particularly rice that needs whatever you do to get rice from field to side dish um, isn't fast enough for them. Hmm. Clearly we need to get some police in. Every time Mahira makes some kind of comment about 
civilizing this place. I just, there's a look that crosses my face that I, I try to hide. I, I try to turn my head away from him so the, okay buddy, kind of look isn't visible to him. So as you descend into the rice fields, the cinders, smoke, and stalks of rice make navigation or locating each other impossible. The mud at your ankles is as thick as molasses, and as you wade through the muck, swarms of biting flies descend over any exposed flesh. Despite the overcast, grayish atmosphere, the temperature is hellish and nearly unbearable. Strange rustling and splashes and shadowy shapes move through the stalks, tugging you in different directions. So, Mahira, what do you do about it? You have been separated from your companion, who seems to be knowledgeable about the forest, maybe, or just tracking in general, it seems. Well, I say, you seem to have strayed a bit away from me. That's... We aren't going to get anywhere like this. I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to keep walking forwards. Yes, um, and I trust you'll find me. Be very loud to facilitate my finding him. I think what's happening here is I'm going to be asked to do a tracking roll and you are performing the help action. Yes, players can help each other. That is an extra light dice on your side, as long as you accept the offer of help. Named well, I say I, I would rather not be separated. I'm just, yes, I, I will be loud for you. Okay. I'll be okay. extremely loud. Devil's bargain, attracting unwanted attention. Do you take it? Well, hold on just a moment, Colin. If you look at the text for help roll. Putting, exposing yourself to danger is required for it. Ah. Well, I'm being loud. Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. So, Namtab, you roll one light die, and that will get, the result of that uh, goes into my result pool once I roll tracking. Okay, yes. Um, please don't roll the same dark dice as I'm about to roll. Uh, that is a one. Okay. Right, that, that's fine. That's just going in your pool. Yep. That's not a very helpful thing to have in your pool, but it's there. It's, it's there. Uh, so I've got one light from tracking. Do I have a dark die from this, Colin? Oh, that's right. It, you, I only help if, if there's a risk roll that includes at least one dark die. Oh, yeah. So that is true. Say, yeah, so if there's no dark die, then we can ignore that. Uh, you know what? Because we know from the other result that there are people in here who would cause you ill intent. If you fail, you might run into them. So I would say that's har- that is a risk to your body attempting this task. All right. Let's hopefully not roll a one. If you roll a one on your dark dice, oh, oh, no. I'm afraid I've rolled a one on my dark die. Okay. And a three on my so light. What happens then? I have to mark a ruin. Mm-hmm. And then I have to work with the GM to define a condition describing how the forest changes me. Also, I succeed with a complication, I think. I ooh. No, you fail. No, I fail. Shit. Now, 
you could because your light dice is I can push you can, you yeah. can push add another dark die and then re-roll I'm going to push at the very least <laughs> hopefully you do not get a dark dice that reads one I mean I, I still have to take the one no you don't because they're pushing yeah I'm I'm re-rolling the whole thing yeah you re-rolled the whole thing not just the light dice Okay. There we go. So that's considerably better. I get a six on my light die, and neither of my dark die are a one. Yes. So you succeed. So I've gone from the worst possible result for us to the best possible result for us. Yes. So you managed to get closer to him. You managed to find your way both forward and within closer proximity to your traveling companion uh, loud enough that you don't have to shout at the top of your lungs to be in contact. Just sort of talk a little loudly, which is better than nothing. Sorry, Colin. Uh, you, However, you still mark one ruin if any reroll dash that says show the same number as your light die, provided you haven't marked one ruin already due to this roll. So the second cat rolled the one, I get the uh, ruin and the condition. Fair enough. Thank you for keeping us honest. So there is a list of conditions that I can roll for, so I'm just going to roll 2d6 and see what condition you get. Six and two. You are fixated on one particular companion. You just want a small taste of them. <laughs> and there's only one other companion here. So, well. as you go through, suddenly, like, the hunger kind of seems unbearable. You gave up all your food earlier and you've run into nothing but rotted decaying meat, which is obviously not safe to eat. But you do have a traveling companion and um, well, they're not rotting yet. And it's at this point I'm going to ask you both a question. What is weighing you down, and why can't you simply afford to discard it? I mean, my promise. I made it, and then I threw away everything to try and fulfill it. I, you can't come back from that. You either have to do it, or there's nothing left of you. Metaphorical weight. Okay. What of you, Mahina? Is it metaphorical or physical weight that is weighing you down? I mean, nothing than my backpack. <laughs> you do have a lot of... Well, not a lot, but you do have some fine jewels and I mean, not that jewelry much. that... Uh, I'm going to have to say pride. If I accept what has happened to me, if I lessen myself, if I allow my life to move on, then I will forever live knowing that I've been, I've already had the highest point in my life and that everything else is just, is just a lessening until I reach the grave. All right. 
When you finally emerge from the rice fields, you find yourselves scattered, but within eyesight of each other. The remnants of a largely eroded road lead up to the manor house, flanked on each side by withered willow trees stripped to the bark. The trunk of each tree has been charred by flames, and almost every other tree has a corpse tied or nailed to it. Like the footman's corpse from earlier, these bodies have all been gnawed upon. Unlike that of the footman, these corpses appear to have been flayed first, and the teeth and hair have been removed. So, before noticing them, I turn to Alina and say, Ah, my dear, I'm so happy to see you. And I run over to her and I give her a big hug. And then I'm struck by an instinct, an urge. And as I'm hugging her, I lick her face. Ah, I love it. I hate it. I love it. I'm going to physically shove you off of me and draw my knife. Oh, you can put that away. It's... Uh, I, I, I lost myself. I, I, I am, I am sorry. You're staying in front of me. I motion with my knife. Hmm. You know what? When I say I'm sorry, because it's a condition. And because we have to explore one of the last few uh, mechanics left that we haven't done yet, I'm lying. Ah, opposed roll. Contest roll. Contest roll. All right, okay. so let's do this. First, agree at what's at stake. So, what's at stake here? Um, <laughs> not having violent. Not. Uh, yeah, not having violence enacted on me, probably, or not having to be first into every situation. Okay, fair enough. Cap, do you agree with those stakes? Um, yeah, you're trying to lie to me to convince that you just, like, had a, a, a moment of madness and it's past now, so I don't need to worry about you anymore, when that might not be the case. Yeah? Okay. I'll take it. So, you take one light die if the contest is something you are skilled at because of your occupation or background. You only get one even if multiple apply. So, we all know that Mahira has lying, or lies, rather. I have perception? Yeah, you can see if he's like... Reading his face and body language for honesty? Right, exactly, exactly. You take one light die for each mark of ruin that you have. For example, you have four ruin, you get four light die. You take one dark die if the contest itself is inherently deadly or dangerous. I don't think so. And you may take as many additional dark die as you are willing to risk. Every one you roll on the dark die is a point of ruin. Yes! I'm... Hmm. You know what? I'm not going to say what I'm going to take. I'm just... Nam tablets put our pools together and Ooh. say one, two, three, go. Yes. Love it. Okay. Are you both ready? 
Yeah. One, two, three. No ruin. Whoever has the most sixes wins. Alina, you win. You don't believe him. I continue to motion. I put my knife away. I don't break eye contact with you. And I jerk my head towards the manor house and say, get walking. I just hold up my hands and start walking. He takes two steps away from me and I quickly lean down, scoop my hand into the water of the rice paddy and scrub the water into my cheek. As you are bending down to get the water, a figure leaps out onto you with a knife covered in gore and viscera drawn and starts attempting to attack you. Is it just the one? It's just one. I'm not going to do a whole big fight scene here. It's just one. It's just it's just the one that initially did not trust Mahira. Okay. How long do I have before it is physically upon me? The knife, you mean? Or the person? The... Are they going to stab me or, like, tackle me? They're going to tackle you onto the ground and then start attempting to stab you. Okay, do I have enough time to perform a somatic component? <sighs> we'll say that you have enough time after you've been tackled, but before you are stabbed. Hmm. It'll be a little bit of a tight squeeze, but if he rears up to stab me, that should give me the room. Yes. Okay. Tackled to the ground, presumably roll a foot or two, he's on top of me, rears up to stab me. Yep. I'm going to cast a ritual. And which ritual are you going to cast? So... I'm going to cast Bind. Okay. Which holds a creature in place for as long as I stay motionless. Okay. So that's definitely going to be a dark die. Yeah. I. Do you have anything that helps with spell casting? Because. Uh, just the ritual skill. You have a ritual skill. How do you get oh, rituals? This is what. That's what you had Namtap roll as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But I have. I specifically have the skill ritual. Which gave huh. which gave me a light die. Yes. Oh. Okay. I don't How believe I even you get. I don't believe you have anything like that. I think you just roll a dark dice in this case. Yeah, you get a light die if the task is something you're skilled at, either because of your occupation or your background, and then another light die for accepting a devil's bargain. Oh, I can't. Yeah, we can. I can give you a devil's bargain here. Yeah, it's like, I, I just realized that, yeah, that means I would get a ruin every single time I cast a ritual. Mm-hmm. Shit. I'll give you a bargain. Okay, go go for the bargain. I'll take What's it. What's the bargain? Uh, the trauma of trying to fight off a guy who's trying to... who's physically trying to eat you would make you forget about 
me licking you. Or at least put it to the back of your mind so you're not remembering it all the time. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay, so you do get a light die in this case. So go ahead and roll one light, one light and one dark. I'm trying to think if my tracking uh, skill from my background would apply to this. Would tracking also include, like, the end result of that, which would be apprehending? No, I don't believe so. Your, that's dark die is higher than your light, which means yeah. you cannot re-roll. And so I succeed, there's a complication, and my ruin is three, so I'm taking one because my dark die was four. Okay. Do you mark any conditions because of that, or is it just the ruin? Uh, I think you always get a condition with ruin. Okay, then let me roll that real quick. You are convinced that you will gain the strengths and powers of any monster or person that you eat. Hmm. All right. Some kind of complication. You're going to hit your head and it's going to bleed a little. And until you get it patched up somehow, things will be able to track you through with your blood. Okay. Well, good thing I'm good at remedies. But for right now... So, I mentioned in the first ring, when I was describing myself, that uh, there is a conspicuous hole that seems to have been tailored into my left bicep, the sleeve of my left bicep. It goes through the cloak I'm wearing and everything underneath. The shirt, whatever leathers I might be wearing, all of that. It goes all the way down to the skin. And what I do is as this starving noble is rearing up, I throw my right hand out towards him arm fully outstretched, fingers all also fully outstretched, pointing all five at him. My left hand grabs... Oh, I misjudged the geometry of this. So rather than the hole at the bicep, it's just under the wrist. Okay. My left hand goes over my right bicep, forming a kind of circuit. And then... I bring the hole up to my mouth and bite down into my arm, creating a second sort of circuit. And the moment my teeth meet my skin, the noble's entire body locks up, stiff as stone. And I also go still, not quite so rigid. I can cast my eyes around, kick my feet just a little bit. I, my movement is very restricted. I will also rule that you are allowed to speak. Oi. Ahara. Um, 
Oh. Uh, unhand her, you, you ruffian. They are perfectly 100% rigid still. They can't even move if they wanted to. So you're going to have to go over there and move him off of her. Okay, well, I... Huh. Wait, this is a person, right? This isn't a monster. Yeah, this is a person. Well, I, I will... While they're bound, I will simply run him through with my rapier. While he is on top of her, just cover I her mean, in blood? I mean, once he's dead, it will be trivial to get him off of her. Fair enough. Mahira can angle the strike. He could put it through the True. noble's skull perpendicular to me. True. Yeah, sure, True. I'll do that. I appreciate it. All right, yep, that Noah fucking is, is fucking dead. I'm not going to make you roll for it. They are completely bound. There's no risk at all. You said he had a knife. Yes. I'll, I'll take that knife. It's a bit It's a bit better than my mostly ornamental rapier. It's really disgusting looking. It is just covered in filth and gore, but yeah. It's... Uh, I, I, I give it a little... Well, first of all, I shove him off of... Uh, off of her, and then uh, I sort of pick up his knife and give it a bit of a swill round in the uh, brackish water to at least get the worst of the gore and effluenza off her. Off it. All right. I unlock my teeth from my forearm, and that even after death, that's the moment that the noble's body goes soft and limp. And I will say this, that noble was pretty strong to just, like, come out and tackle you. You might be able to use that strength. I am a pretty... Yeah, I'm a pretty big woman. Oh, hang on, you're bleeding. Reach back, touch the back of my head. Oh, yeah. I, I, sort, of, I sort of pat the side. Uh, we, need to, uh, we need to get that dress. I look at my hand. It's clearly... Uh, clearly groaning with blood do you have any bandages and then so the second you look away I lick some of the blood off my fingers fucking hey <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good I hate it so much Nantam you're doing fantastic I I do have the the sort of like a larger bag on my hip that I can pop open and I have I have some pre-made remedies in there that I could apply to myself. Yeah, one light die. I don't believe that there's a reason to call for a dark die in this situation, but if you fail, then um, the dressing might come undone and you might start dripping blood again without even realizing it. Which I is fail. Probably, which is exactly what's going to happen. Unless you want to add a dark die. Um... Nah, make my life hard. Okay, yeah. For now, it is set, but uh, at some point, you're going to realize that your bandage fell off a while ago, and you've just been dripping small amounts of blood basically behind you for a while. Don't waste it. <laughs> uh, but there is still the issue of that noble that tackled you and they were pretty strong and well hmm yeah do I have to roll things to like 
resist? Not yet. I'll save that for when you get deeper into there, but for, for now, you are allowed to just resist for free. Trick is, um, I have, as I've agreed, forgotten Mahira's uh, indiscretions, so the idea that just hacking off a piece of human flesh and stuffing it down my gullet in front of him would fly doesn't square in my head. The temptation is there, the thought occurs, but I don't want to freak out the guy who saved my life just now. Alright. So I'm going to hold that. So the question I have now is, what do you think of those that jealously hoard riches while others toil away in poverty? I think the nobleman should take this one. Uh, I should be one of the ones jealously hoarding riches. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Hmm. The system only works when you're on top. You know... Hmm. Maybe I'm not so good of a person considering my background. Maybe I'm not so good of a person that I don't believe in bootstrapping. Maybe I think that the, the people who hoard would have less to hoard if people who were, who were hungry worked harder and smarter and were able to get what they need. As you walk up the eroded road to the house in the distance, you realize it's been a while since you last ate. You ate breakfast when you woke up, and then you gave the last of your food to starving nobles who ended up wanting to eat more and more and eventually eat you. So you all both are starting to feel the pangs of two missed meals now as you walk up this road. Open up my satchel, start fussing around with it. I want to note, Mahira, the whatever spell I did to lock that starving monster in place, you have not seen me do it before. It's the first time it's come out. I haven't even told you I was able to do it. Noted. Just kind of rummaging. Uh, this is a perfect opportunity to bring up the hole in your satchel. All the rest of your food, whatever you had left, has long since fallen out. Maybe even back in the uh, rice fields where it would be impossible to find. And even if you did find it, it'd be so soaked through with brackish water, it would be inedible. Come on. I gotta have one more hard tack in here somewhere. Come on. Yes, I... I too am getting a trifle package. I do wish... 
I do wish I had known to how long we'd be here. It probably would have made more sense to pack proper provisions than sandwiches. That's what it is. Come on. You've been fed. You've also been taught how to be hungry. You can do this. You're fine. You're fine. Just focus. There is perfectly good meat to either side of you on the trees. Just focus. You're fine. You're fine. You've been hungrier than this. You've gone longer without food. I'm talking to myself and rolling my shoulder. It's, it's hard to picture being that hungry. It wasn't common, but we were occasionally drilled on how to survive without food for a couple of days, just none at all, and still function. In case a siege happened or something. I wish I could relate, but I'm not convinced I've missed a meal in my life until now. I'm sorry. That probably doesn't help you. Well, we'll see if we can scrounge something. I've also been taught how to do that. Yes, I'd rather not take the uh, option that seems abundantly gone off for if we can help it. Now I feel like that'll just make us sick. And at that point, we're done. I think I've read somewhere that you're fine as long as you don't eat the brains. Assuming the meat is fresh and well cooked, but look at these people. Why scrounge? It's right there. I, I, there's a slight hungry look in my eye whenever I look at Alina, but I'm just casting my eyes around looking for anything edible that has a chance of not being diseased. Some of the bodies look fresh enough. Stop, give me anything else. I will be an herbivore for days, if necessary. I can survive without meat. Yeah, but some of those guards look pretty strong. Like they knew their way around a sword. I kind of wish we'd cut some bits off that pig. Let's just stop thinking about it. Just keep your spine straight. Yes, uh, what, when we get to the manor, I'm sure there'll be food there. I mean, the manor has to be... I, I don't know what's going on here, but the manor at least has to be civilized. Manors tend to be where the people with manners live. <laughs> yeah, just find the kitchen, find the storehouses. They have to have something. Even, even just some flour. I can make us anything. Yes. Well, this staircase does suddenly go on a ways. 
big house of the plantation is a baroque monstrosity of neoclassical architecture fallen to ruin and disrepair. Ivory columns turned to blackened yellow from the endless smoke. Carefully inscribed porch fence posts splintered and scattered about for kindling, cream-colored walls barely standing. A once impressive doorway adorned with filigree and gilt engravings has had the gold stripped away, including the doorknobs and hinges, while the heavy oak doors lie carelessly discarded. Inside the shell of the building, you observe remnants of a once opulent mansion, picked over like a vulture picks over a corpse. The chandeliers have been emptied of gemstones, the silverware has been stripped of silver, and anything of value has been torn away by the root. The grounds are littered with despoiled skeletons, flens of flesh drained of blood, and bones cracked for marrow. Still more bodies are trussed up as if for slaughter, suspended from ropes and lashed to rafters or nailed across door frames. Well, so much for the... So much for the manor being full of people with manners. I suspect there's probably no people left here whatsoever. At the very least, that means we won't be attacked. We'd just be in and out. Mm, Yes. Quickly. Find the kitchen, then leave. No, no, we're... I'm here for something. And it's not what's in the kitchen. Well, I was hoping to use this as a base for a... a, 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 a sort of a centre of a new estate here, but... I'm starting to think I may need to build something somewhere else. You're going to need a king's ransom if you want to renovate and clean this place and police it. Hmm. Which... There's supposed to be... Here. That's why we're here. Yes. Well, regardless kitchen kitchen as you enter the kitchen Alina you are behind Mahira and you happen to see as you enter from one lighting condition to another a glint of something in Mahira's pockets that wasn't there before they take something off the nobles earlier. I know he's a greedy little piggy. And so long as he doesn't take what I'm here for, he can stuff his pockets as full as he wants. It's fine. He's got his goals, I have mine. Okay. The kitchen is much the same as the rest of the house. There's just the skeletons of corpses and corpses hung along door frames, maybe a bit from the ceiling if it can support it. Not so much in the norms of traditional food, we'll say. Is there a larder? There is. It is empty. Save for the normal stuff that you've been seeing. 
I'm going to turn this place upside down. Methodically. Anything. It's a, a single mist satchel of flour. Uh, one strip of dried jerky. Anything. What about you, Mahira? What are you doing? Well, my drive was to come here to see if this would be suitable to live out of for at least... Yes, it is establish a presence here. This this house is clearly not. So, so I, I I guess I'm 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 looking at, I'm looking around for any sort of money or signs of treasure, and I'm also vaguely supervising Alina because as as an official, I I would obviously class any work I did as supervision, as opposed to actually doing any food for myself. I supervise. Okay. Despite the decay and disrepair, the ruins evoke the culmination of your wildest dreams made manifest. A big house filled with countless rooms boasting priceless art and artifacts, perched atop a hill overlooking a manicured lawn and the gently swaying fields of gold where the servants toil away. It also evokes foreboding predications of losing everything you've worked so hard to attain and a suspicion of those that would take what is rightfully yours. So, you kind of answered the question already here. Um, actually, only Mahira's answered this question. We haven't heard from Alina yet. What will you do with your share of the treasure? Who will try and take it from you? Hmm. Well, share is, uh, Maybe not exactly correct. There's rumors that set me up on this treasure hunt. Spoke of a centerpiece. That's the one thing I'm here for. Mahira can have everything else. What am I doing with it? Well. I'm taking it back to where I came from and I'm showing it to the king to prove what I'm capable of and then hopefully that will mean despite my humble background that he will honor my request, which is also his second daughter's request. And as for who could take it, I'm just one person. And while I'm strong and I am skilled, anybody who stands between me and my home could be a threat trying to take it from me because beyond its symbolic worth to me it has monetary value okay I guess we should ask the second half of this question to Mahira uh, who will try and take this from you well I 
I, I have been laid low due to politics more than anything else. So I guess it would be my political enemies that would try and take an estate from me once I've built one up again. Okay. So I believe there was a question of if you could find literally anything in this house to eat that wasn't people. So we will roll for it. I believe Alhina's perception would come in handy for this. Sure. I will say that there's a mental portion of this. You're risking your mind. Basically, you're risking your hope against hope that there's something in here that you can eat. And if not, then you're going to have to resort to eating other stuff. No, no. It'll just mean we... We can't afford to be quite so cautious. We can't afford to be quite so slow. All right. So I will put in a dark die in there. And Devil's Bargain attracting unwanted attention. Do you want to take that? (sighs) No, I don't think so. I, I think... I think until I start to get desperate... I don't know for certain that this place is empty and I don't want to, I don't want to get jumped a second time. I've had enough. Okay. I don't think there's any inherent danger to expose yourself to. So I don't know if helping will be applicable here. So just go ahead and roll your one. There's no danger. I can't help. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and roll one light, one dark. All right. So your higher is the dark, which is five. That's ruining the condition. And a success with a complication. Yes, a success with a complication. Your ruin is only four. Great. Anything organic, food, drink, leather, wood, will go to mold and rot unless you eat it now. So this is more of an immediate thing, I think. Like, I'm pretty sure they don't mean literally. I think it's just a thing in your mind is like, oh shit, I need to eat something or it will rot and I will never be able to eat again, essentially. So it is now I am going to say that you can no longer automatically succeed not wanting to eat bodies for their powers. But I do need to eat something now. I've got... I have the shakes. Yes. Um, well. Uh, I'm wearing some leather. You can boil leather. I'm not going to eat my shoes. But I have a knife. I could could cut a nice thick sliver out of my bag, out of the flap that covers it. It's already got one hole in it, on the bottom. Why not put another hole in the top? Okay. Yeah, I will draw my knife, cut a piece out of my bag, put my knife away, and then put the piece in my mouth and chew 
And even if it never gets to the point of where I can swallow it, at least I'm chewing something. It's like gum. It makes you less hungry because your brain recognizes you're chewing. That's real. Eventually you do find a piece of hardtack. And I do mean a piece. Your companion is also hungry. And this isn't really shareable. So that's the complication. You find food, but only for you. Hmm. Well, he's out searching for treasure. So while he is supervising me, he is distracted. I'll just tuck it away for the moment. You are still very hungry and the bodies are calling you even more for you to just end it all. Just end your hunger. Just have big bite. No one here will judge you. No one here will tell anybody else. And that might especially be true if um, nobody else leaves. Don't tell me that. All right, as for Mahira, you're looking specifically for treasure, correct? I'm looking for treasure, but I'm also having second thoughts. If this, I need need to build an estate above all else. If this place can just be secured somehow against what must be just a small, I mean, we we saw the nobles. I'm sure that they're the only ones eating people. Therefore, if we can just secure the manor against them until until they can be dealt with, so I, I'm also I end up sort of discard the doors on the floor. Like, can they be sort of propped up against? Like, is there a way to make this place more secure? Not really. Unfortunately, the you, you can lift the doors back up, but there's no real way to, like, position them in a way that would provide any sort of actual defense or comfort. It would be just the most minor inconvenience to kick it in even a little bit. You would slow someone down for approximately half a second. I can sort of prop them up or at least barricade them a bit with furniture. Maybe. I mean, I have no skills to help me, but I guess while I look through the main lobby, I am going to spend my time at least trying to make things a bit safer. If, if only so we can stop here for a bit if needs be. All right, I'll say that you can roll a dark die because with how dilapidated this place is, there is a good chance that as you're moving furniture, you could break something that would severely hamper your hands, which would get in the way of casting spells and rituals. You might run foul of a nail that is so rusted that it could lead to tetanus later down the line. So there is risk to your body. So you may go ahead and roll exactly one dark die. Is anyone going to offer me a devil's bargain? 
Um, I mean, it's okay if I don't, but we are going to get into some interesting mechanics. Hmm. Man, like the obvious one is that shuffling shit around is going to make a lot of noise. We've been trying to stay quiet, but that might just ruin it. I mean, the other thing is that the physical exertion of hefting doors around and propping things against them is going to make you hungrier. Ooh, I do like that one. You know what? Let's do it. 50-50 and it's thematic. Okay. So, you fail. I fail. But the dark die is not higher than the light. So you can try to re-roll if you want. You would add an extra dark and then re-roll everything if you want to push it. Mm. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Ooh, that, I mean, that's, so that's a four, so let's... Uh... I don't believe that is higher than your current ruin, so you're good on that. The dark die is higher than the light, so you cannot re-roll, but you do get a four now. There is some sort of complication. You know what? There's a thing here that says that players are free to suggest complications, so what do you think a good complication would be? I mean, I'm already getting hungrier because of the devil's bargain. Yeah, You're, that that is 100% guaranteed. So mm. something else. I mean, it makes the most sense. The complication is just that I'm not as quiet as I would like to be as I'm doing it. Okay, so yeah, there's a lot of scraping and scratching and banging going around as you do so. It's definitely attracted some attention. Alina! I, I, like, stick out my tongue and pull the semi-chewed piece of leather out of my mouth, like, turn over my shoulder and, would you keep it down? It's just a few nobles we're dealing with, like, I mean, I'm sure they, they couldn't possibly get past the barricade. There might be people inside. If there were people inside, they would have investigated the noise by now. Put the leather back in my mouth. Now, now, did you find any food? I motion at all of the corpses. Cat, you're lying to me. Oh, this is true. This is a contested roll. And I have the lie skill, which I think would be it i think lies would allow me to both detect and tell yeah, them yeah yeah it's lies i'm skilled lies. in lies right right all right so it's um relevant skills or background one light for each ruin that you have one dark if the contest is inherently deadly or dangerous nah and then as many dark die as you want okay so my skill is lies and my ruin is four so i'm going in with five light and however many dark, uh, don't sit, don't say. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to roll. I don't know, how many light are you going in with? Five. Five, because they're at five ruin. Okay. One, two, three, roll. Uh, one, six. I win again. You win again. <laughs> okay. 
the liar is surprisingly bad at lying. Well, at least I didn't roll a one on my ruin. <laughs> on my dark dice. Oh yeah, I guess you did add a couple dark there. I added one. I, yeah, I guess I believe you. Yeah, he, she didn't find anything. <sighs> I don't think we're quite there yet, but... No, no, there's no but. Just whatever you're gonna do, don't make it difficult for us to get out of here. I, I think we just need to play. We, I, I, it's not impossible. It's just moving things mostly. Or if worse comes to worse, we can just push the doors instead of pulling them. My mouth pulls to one side in a very dissatisfied look. Well, you, you were in here. I did the best I had with the materials I had. He's an idiot. But you know what? He's got some useful skills. Maybe, you know, get rid of him. Take a bit, bit, little bite. Those would be yours. He does have useful skills, but he's a second set of hands, which is more useful right now. I did rule that because of the second condition, you can't automatically succeed. So I am going to ask you to roll. We'll just say one light. We, we will keep it at light because I don't feel like if like giving you more ruin for failing this quite yet. Yeah, all right. Can I take another one from my background? Tracking would involve resisting hunger if you have to do it long enough. Sure, I'll, I'll let you have two light. Alright. Six. Yep. You do successfully push the voice away. Nope, nope. More hands are right now more useful. I don't think I'm going to get more. Sorry, what was that? Mahira, you hear a voice in your mind that's slowly been growing louder. Go. Defending one person's a lot easier than defending two. Look, look voice in my head. I need to keep her fresh just in case. I've had a taste. No, no, this is stupid. I, I'm good. I, I, I'm going to find a bed and, and just take a quick twenty-minute power nap, get some strength back, and, and then and then we can move on. How does that sound? Let's just take a nap. You can feel free. I, I don't know if there's anything in the world that can convince me to sleep in this place. Well. This, Staying awake and worried isn't going to help, and we've been walking all day, and frankly, I could do with using a bit of alchemy on my socks to dry them. Make a quick bit of fire, you know? I'll sit down, but I'm not going to sleep. Well, as, as you wish. Would you at least like me to dry your socks? You know what? <laughs> I'll think about it. Let's see this bedroom you're going to sleep in first. 
Oh yes, we should find the bedroom. I've not looked for one yet. As you look for the bedroom, the plantation grounds are illuminated by only whatever light source that you brought with you and the glowing embers of the fires scattered along the rice fields. As it grows darker still, eerie shuffling, rustling, and snorting sounds ripple through the swaying fields, punctuated by guttural grunts and barks. Shadowy shapes flit through the wave-like fields, the suggestion of twisted, unnatural forms. A horde of pallid, bloated, porcine figures lumber slobberingly into light. Cloven hooves trample the stalks of rice, some on two legs, some on four. As they advance, you make out bristly fur spattered with mud and gore, boar tusks and yellowed teeth, and gnarled hands clutching a motley array of butcher's tools, rusty hooks, blood-streaked knives, dripping cleavers. The horde laboriously goes through the dark, encircling the big house. As they appear fattened by their feasts, yet driven to consume all in their path, to cleave and flens and char and gnaw and drink the blood to sake the thirst and gorge themselves on the red, red meat. I really don't understand why they haven't eaten the rice. So, I need you all to roll a ruin roll. It's just one dark dice. Don't roll six, cat. I don't roll a six. You don't I roll, roll a six. A five, though, you roll so... a five, so you mark your ruin. I'm going to roll a condition. You thirst for any spilled blood, whether it is your own or someone else's. And you know what? Fucking... At some point, that bandage fell off. Oh my god. Okay, you know, I was gonna say this is flavor. I was just gonna do this. And I'm not going to take it back now that I know it's going to make my life harder. On seeing this, the way that I steal myself at the site is one detail of my appearance. I haven't mentioned is that there is a thin blue ribbon tied around my right wrist. I untie it, take my hood down, and use the ribbon to tie my long hair up into a tight tail. And Mahira, you're behind her. You see the wound slightly closed up now, but the blood there is still trickling down ever so slowly. I would notice, I think, as I fuss with my hair, my hand comes back. Oh, damn it all. Back into my damaged satchel. Find another bandage. Allow me, I take... I take a handkerchief out of my pocket and I just sort of wipe some of the blood away. I have forgotten the last time you were weird when you were within touch distance of me, so I'm going to let it ride. Right, it's not not weird to wipe blood off the back of someone's head, because you can't see it. Yeah, okay. Alright. So what are you going to do about these pigmen? 
currently surrounding the house and slowly marching towards it. <sighs> okay. I don't think we have time for a nap anymore. No, we need, we need to find somewhere to hide. We can't hold off that many people with uh, a knife and two knives. Three knives. Yeah, three. Uh, well, uh, two knives and a rapier. If you, th- th- this is not the time for semantics. I, I'm already like... I'm not going to stand here and watch. I am going to start, like, moving inside. You know, we're out of time. My stomach can wait. I I need to stop picking around for food and indulging his fortress building. Find what I came here for and get out. The very second that you are not in immediate eyeshot of me, I start sucking on that handkerchief. Sorry. It's so good. I love it. This game rules. <laughs> um, I knew you were going to. I just... I have to. Yeah. I know. I know. So yeah, what are you doing? The house is surrounded, so uh, there's no sneaking out the back and going that way, because if you look out the window, that yeah, there's pigmen coming up that way, too. Has to be well, somewhere to hide. The, this is where we were trying to get to. The plantation manor is where the treasure is. We just have to search the premises. It could be up, it could be down, it's somewhere. We just have to find it and then get out. It's, I assume it's find an attic or find a basement. That's where I'd hide the treasure. Yeah. That's that's what I'm doing. I'm moving deeper inside, okay. and I'm searching for something that looks like that's where the treasure room will be. All right. So uh, that does sound like tracking or perception, whichever one it doesn't matter because you can only apply one. Are you searching up or down? I was going to ask if you were going to help, which this does sound like you're helping. Because there is going to be a dark die here. Yeah, I'll help. I'll take sort of the ground floor look for a basement. You look for an attic. Yeah, okay. All right. So then, go ahead and roll your dice and hope that they don't match. <laughs> Before you roll, Elena. Devil's Bargain. Betraying a fellow treasure hunter. How? Leave them to die and buy you time to find where the treasure is. I don't think we're there. Just throwing it out there. We There's a horde out there, but... We're not in exit mode now. I can't... I can't leave him because I'm not leaving. That doesn't make sense. Okay, so... Doesn't sound like you're taking the devil's bargain. So one light, one dark. Yeah. Hope the dark does not get a six. <laughs> the dark doesn't get a six, but I okay. get a one. Well, oh no, that is a six. Yeah, that's a six in the light die. Thank you, Mahira. <laughs> Who was taking the... I'm on the ground. And you're on the ground. Okay. Colin. Hmm. As I search, I accidentally bump against one of the doors pushing it 
forward, outwards, in the direction I did not reinforce. Okay. That's what you're doing. Okay. I believe you heal one, correct? Uh, if I rolled higher than or equal, so I decide whether or not to, if I do, someone notices the attempted betrayal, which I don't want to happen yet. So I will remain at five for win. Okay. Alina, is there anything that you would like to do to act in the forest's interest to try and heal some ruin? I mean, we're separated. We are altitudinally on opposite sides of the house. I think I could get away with eating that bit of hardtack that I found. <laughs> okay, go ahead and uh, roll a light die. That's also a five. If you remove the ruin, the attempted betrayal, betrayal is... Betrayal gets noticed, yeah. Gets noticed. Mm. And I already know the way I'm going to have it be noticed, even though you guys are separated. So if this is your choice, do you want to ruin or not? I can hear hard cat attack, you know? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a little more believable than that. Uh Hmm. God, I I am I am nervous about being one step from death. So yeah, Carol, I'll live on the edge. Uh, in the process of searching the upstairs trying to find like attic access something, I will take uh, several selfish seconds to stand in a corner of one room pull it out cram it into my mouth as fast as I can brush the crumbs off my mouth and hands and then get back to searching alright so Mahira you nearly stumble over a heavy wooden door on the floor of the manor house ruins the faint gleam of brass on the door's ring has all but worn away. The hatched doorway reveals a rickety, splintered staircase leading downwards into the unnaturally warm, sweet-smelling cellar. Well, that's the hiding place. Are you going to call for your companion? Oh, very good question. Oh, I don't know that she's betrayed me yet. Unless I no, can hear no. hardtack. No, you cannot hear hardtack. With the sound of the pigmen going on and you desperately trying to find that you, t I'm not going to say you definitely hear her eating hardtack. What I do, uh, I think this is the best way of doing it is that I sort of quickly yell, there's a hatch back here. And then I go down the ladder, but I immediately sort of close the hatch behind me. So it's not obvious where it is. Hmm. Alina, I'm going to coast off of the six from earlier. Uh, you also do find it. All right. Colin, is that sufficient betrayal for a, a reduction roll? Essentially hiding it again. Yeah, yeah, we'll say that. Yeah, let's go ahead and roll your uh, your light die. Yay. Yay, do you want to clear a ruin? I absolutely, I mean, I don't have to worry about consequences for that, so... Yeah, I'll clear a room. All right. Alina, you 
come down and you eventually find it as, as the pigmen are like breaking the shabby barricades down and trumping in through the house to get to you. And as you slide down the ladder. I close the door behind me. Yes. That was a good idea, Mahira. All right, stop that. As you seek refuge in the cellar from the horde of hungry swine, you notice that the walls and floor are coated with a thick, dark crimson, dripping from a ceiling with arch rafters reminiscent of a giant's ribcage. Huge, rope-like maggots, the length and thickness of a man's forearm, wriggle and writhe across the floor. Fly-choked flay skins suspend from the rib-like rafters, conjuring images of obscene laundry. In the center of the room, the source of the unbearable heat is a greasy fire pit belching forth billows of black soot. Atop the fire pit, there are dozens of overturned cast iron cook pots and cauldrons, each overflowing with rivulets of molten gold that carry glowing piles of precious metals and gems. Before the betrayal becomes obvious, I would like to ask, will you risk searing your flesh to fill your hands with gold? This isn't what I'm here for. It's what I'm here for. I don't need it. I'm good. Here, do you? I mean... The thing about me is... And it's not come up yet, but I am a sorcerer, and I know alchemy. So all I need to do is take the heat, the element of heat out of the hole, out of the gold, re replace, replace the uh, element of fire, which I don't need, with the element of water, which will cool it. And therefore, that will allow me to take some of the gold. Before you start casting the spell with the light from the bursting fire pit. There are crumbs on Alina's face. I said I wiped those off, you son of a you, bitch. You missed some. Right. You have food. Best find me some food. No matter what it may be. In the meantime, I'm going to get to what I came here for. All right, go ahead and, uh, which ritual are you using? It's not a ritual, I just have the alchemy skill. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, go ahead and roll alchemy. I am going to say that there's a black die here because... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because, like, if, if you fail one, like, the gold might just fucking splatter and destroy you, and two, the anchor of failing is mentally taxing as well. Oh, yeah. Alright. Don't fuck up. Yes! Gold! There we go. You got it. The gold isn't going to immediately cool down, but it, like, immediately become, like, solid gold that you can touch. But, yeah, um, it starts to cool down at this point. You are going to probably have to wait a little bit in order to, uh, to grab it, though. I guess what I'm also doing is sort of using a bit of alchemy on my skin to make it basically I want to just unload my bag okay with as much as I can carry while still being able to run because there are pigmen 
I probably should have had you guys roll, roll a ruin roll for walking through a, the meat level. Oh, well. All right. So while you are, while you are, you, you say that to me and then you turn around and get to work and I'm like, what? I reach up and I, oh, fucking wipe the rest of it off. Um, I mean, I mean, I found it. I found it and ate it because it's mine. So, you My know, precious. if you're going to, I'm talking, I'm, I'm mental monologue here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, if you, I mean, if you're going to not find anything and then complain about not having anything, you better not complain about my menu, rich boy. So yeah, I'm going to fucking cook a maggot for you. I'll make a fucking maggot and flayed skin burrito and I'll cook it over your precious river of gold. <laughs> At least we have a good source of heat now, so maybe whatever disease is in all this meat can be cooked out a prayer to the heavens there's probably a pretty fucking awful mouthfeel especially with one that big yeah, as, long, as long as the maggots haven't been eating uh, feces I should be fine <laughs> oh, yeah I'm actually gonna do this it's just All right. while you're fucking being a wizard with your river of gold, I will cut a <laughs> I steak. I'm the perfect alchemist. I will cut a steak out of one of these arm-sized maggots, or however big they were. Yeah. I will sear that by convection, by radiation, over the gold. And then cut like a piece of skin cook that to crisp serve it on top just kind of like put it behind your foot while you're doing your own cooking like your lunch my liege I guess the question is are you hungry enough to have one of these for yourself fucking it is organic material yeah. If you don't, it will rot. It is gonna go to waste if I don't have some for myself. And that was just a tiny snack that I had. You know what? I'm gonna watch you take the first bite and see how you react. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Uh, okay, so once I'm done with filling my bag, I just sort of look and see the the human flesh maggot burrito. Oh, this this looks interesting. Uh, where did you find the ingredients? I motion at the room around me. Oh, I see. Well, it... and you're not lying. It might taste good, but she would taste much better. Don't you think? Who needs gold? I need, gold. need food to no, no. get out of here. If I if I, I own this place, then I can get all the food I want. So I need money to buy the deeds. 
Yeah, but you're gonna need something to get you back home. It's a couple days away. She's got enough meat on her. That could probably last you. That could probably last you until yeah, you get back yeah, home. Yeah, keep her fresh. Keep her fresh. If I kill her now, she'll rot. I I eat the burrito. Okay. Alina, you saw what he did with the gold, right? That can be yours. No one down here would catch you. No one down here would see what you could do. Just shove his face into the still hot gold, boil his brains, and eat him, and that power can be yours. I draw my second knife. The one that's not made for harvesting, but is instead a little more combat oriented, and I check its sharpness. It's sharp enough to kill a man. Alright. Well, he puts himself in front of me. He puts his back to me often enough. Let's... Let's see if this is a dead end down here and we'll consider our options. Put the knife away. A monstrously beautiful and beatific figure emerges from the shadows, clad in gore-streaked servant's clothes, the Sow Queen. Her pinkish skin glows matronly beneath prickly fur as her cloven hooves crush powdered bone and splatter molten gold underfoot. She drags a sodden cloth sack the size of a man across the room and empties its contents. Chunks of raw meat, organs, severed limbs, seemingly gallons of blood into one of the smoking gold-filled cauldrons. She then stirs it with a jeweled golden ladle. The smell is simultaneously savory and cloying, redolent and ambrosial, a rich, heady scent that is like nothing you have ever smelled but invokes insatiable, maddening appetites in you. What does the fulfillment of your drives smell like. A buffet with all my favorite foods. The smell of money, that coppery smell like like blood. And he with the tinge of ambition. The answer changes day to day. Some days it smells like clean laundry. Some days it smells like spring breeze. Some days it smells 
like a warm hearth some days some days it smells like sex human sweat the smells bring forth visions of your ultimate triumphs being partaken by your companions in every flicker of the flames every drip of deep crimson from the ceiling every gust of vile the smoke you are assailed by scenes and images of your companion fattening themselves consuming more than their shares growing bloated and satisfied on the trappings of wealth and power while you yourself are left to starve and wither away unfed what do you do For at the moment, I am indecisive. I suppose I'm standing towards the fore of the room and the queen is towards the back. I have one hand over my mouth, maybe in contemplation, maybe shock, who knows. What can't be seen is that my teeth I'm biting into the inside of my middle finger, trying to stay steady. This smell, this money is everything I need. It's everything I want. This queen will give me it if I can only satisfy her desires. An awestruck expression on my face. I walk towards her. The Sao Queen's visions show you the uncountable wealth hoarded away by her children, hidden away in cellars and caches throughout the plantation, buried among the golden stalks of rice, rendering in the blackened cauldrons all the gold that could ever need and she only asks for one thing in return meat and blood to slake my children's hunger and thirst meat and blood in exchange for gold meat and blood they have not yet tasted meat and blood to pay for their deepest desire. Meat and blood to fill the cauldrons. So blood, yes. And I would never be hungry again. And I would have everything I desire. vision of the nearest animal, whatever it may be. Humans are animals. 
you get a vision of Alina right next to you. Alina, what's your reaction to this offer? <sighs> There's only one thing that I'm here for. Piles of gold isn't going to help me. I think what's going to help me is what's in the Queen's hands. It will help you get status. It will help you get the respect that you will need. Just the one ring won't be enough. The king will demand more and more. And with this Sao Queen's promises, you can give him as much as he demands. I'm trying so hard to be rational about this. We have no guarantees that she'll just let us walk out. If we make this trade, there's no guarantee she'll tell her children to let us pass. literal pound of flesh, huh? I stand up and I say Alina Alina, you had best join us join us and you can have everything you want as well if if you don't join us then I'm afraid you are the nearest meat I'm still just standing there trying to keep lucid by biting into myself, biting into my hands. Thinking, trying to find the answer. The Sao Queen is the answer. Everything you could want right there. And Sound I know you only want the one thing. She can give you the status through money. But you know, you know it would never be good enough just to bring one lonely trinket. The greedy bastard would keep demanding more and she can keep giving you more until he is so so tired of being one-upped by you that he has to give you what you want. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's a thought. There's an idea. Hmm. Now the question is, how do I phrase it? 
something passes behind my eyes. Lower my hand. I don't know how sharp Mahira's eyes are. I don't know how sharp the queen's eyes are. Maybe the bite marks are visible to them from across the room. Squint. Tilt my head a little bit. I need... more than I can carry in one trip. And you... Need a steady supply. Rather than just waiting for random treasure hunters to stumble in here. Supply won't be an issue. I motion to be allowed to finish. Why not have... A steady trickle of young, healthy knights coming to fill their king's coffers. As much as you want, as long as you keep supplying. I run my tongue between my teeth. Then, Alina, you are with us. Could be. I need to get out. I'm afraid at this point, I can't deal in coulds. I shrug. Neither can I. This is why I came here, and she needs meat. Either you are the nearest meat, you're with us. Exactly as far as you let me get what I want. And that is... By which I mean if you make it difficult for me to get out. And the terms change. Why would I let a steady supply such as this be killed by my children? Then it sounds like we have an understanding. As for me, my needs are simpler. We renovate. We restore this place to its former glory. With you and your kin in the basement. High society will visit in time, but I can supply a steady stream of animals, people, whichever, whatever you can show me, I can bring you. I just need to know about it. Show me the next nearest animal in a vision, and I will prove it to you. She shows you a vision of 
beyond the rice fields, there is a, uh, actually, no, on the manor itself, there's another noble looking for the one that went missing. I smile slightly. Everything I want is in front of me. I cast the ritual. Summon. I'm not even going to make you guys roll, because it sounds like you both have fallen to six ruin. Yeah, I think we've given ourselves to the forest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, let's let's push through. Let's let's play it out. I mean, I'm absolutely giving myself to the forest. Yeah. So unless there's an, unless there's something else, it's like if Elena was planning on like betraying this, then we can play it through. But otherwise, I think there's just one more question I need to ask. The betrayal isn't planned, but it's also not impossible. All right. Yeah. The noble is summoned and looks around at first with confusion and then just nothing but fear as the Sal Queen moves over, grabs her by what little rags she has left wearing and she's screaming in fear and she's moved over towards one of the bubbling cauldrons of gold and the jewel-encrusted ladle is dipped into the cauldron, lifted out, and then the mouth of the noble is forced open and the gold is poured into her mouth and she screams in fear and pain before finally just collapsing over and dying. Hmm. I feel that makes it harder to eat. And at this point, the Sal Queen then just reaches into one of the um, golden cauldrons and pulls out a couple of the gemstones that are in there as well and takes your bag and just like puts them in there. You can smell like her skin burning underneath the gold. She doesn't seem to mind at all, though. I think this is the beginning of a very productive relationship. I'm really trying to think if that snaps me out of this. Like having this fucking resplendent demigod in the voice in the back of my head. When it's quiet, that's one thing. But then suddenly, a person diseased in body and mind, yes, but a person comes in here and then dies like that in front of me. Does that get me out of this? You did say earlier that you were not so good as a person as to believe that trickle-down economics essentially didn't work. So um, you could rationalize it as this person got exactly what was coming to them. They themselves were going to eat someone else, and now, irony of ironies, they are going to themselves be eaten. Maybe it's worth rolling a ruin roll? Actually, yeah, let's roll it. Go ahead and roll a dark dice. Alright. 1d6. I roll a four. You roll a four, which is a tie. Does it have to be higher or is it a same? It has or to be higher. Has to be higher, then you do not fall deeper into ruin. 
Where did she come from? Just the shadows of the room. God. What was the centerpiece? The rumors said there was a centerpiece. The centerpiece was the, the fire pits in the um in the cauldron. No, this the centerpiece of the treasure. There has to be something. There had to be a thing. There had to be one big thing that I was going to take with me. It's not her fucking spoon, is it? I need a trophy. I mean, if you express that to her, then she will show you a vision of one of the caches has something sufficient enough that you are looking for. It's not in this room, but it also has not been melted yet. Where is it relative to me? Somewhere on the plantation. She does not give you that much knowledge. She's not going to give you the exact location. God damn it. But I need it. Do need it. I do need it. How badly do you need it? How badly do I need it? I mean, there is one other thing that could serve as a good enough trophy. Problem is, she's holding it. Could I get it away from her? All I would need is a moment. All I need is a moment to get it away from her. Okay. Um. Has she gone back to stirring? No. How's she positioned? She's basically just standing there waiting for your answer at this point. Hmm. What hand is the ladle in? I'll say right. Right hand. No, that requires me to hold still. That wouldn't work. God, unless I'm really fucking fast. Do I bet on being faster than her? Do I bet on being faster than the Sal Queen? I don't need to kill her. I don't need to subdue her. I just need her to drop the ladle and then be slow enough for me to pick it up and do one somatic component. And that's it. You know what? You know what? If she found out I did this... There would never have been a point to it. I'm going for it. I'm not going to let the forest have me. I'm doing this right. 
or I'm dead. All right. This is definitely going to be. This is going to be one, two. This is this is going to be two rituals back to back. Okay. I have one ritual. Oh, hold on. Let's hear what's going on first. Well, I'm striking a bargain right now. I'm going to circle around the room so that I am not standing next to Mahira. The ladle is in her right hand. I offer my right hand to shake hers. She shifts the ladle from one hand to another. Mid-shift at the point when her grip is lightest, most likely for it to slip if her body were to freeze. My right hand is already extended. All I need to do is bring my left arm up and bite into my wrist to paralyze her. This is an incapacitate. This, this is... I'm defining this as incapacitate. I'm sorry. That, no. I'm not permanently disabling her. You are specifically allowed to roll rituals against monsters. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, it won't last long. And also, this is absolutely just a dark die. Yes. And I am not offering any devil's bargains for this one. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not offering any any either. Hmm. Hey, um, I have the skill perception. I've got good eyes looking for the exact moment when this will work best. When the tension is lowest in her body. Could I get a light die off that? Come on. Mm. Give me a shot. I mean, you'll have a shot, like even with only one dark die, because you can't get to six ruin at where you are now with a one dark die roll. Give me a better shot. Come on. <laughs> I'm really thinking it over. I because I don't want to make this easy for you. It's not easy. It's still it's not, not easy. It's not still not easy, but I don't want it to be even easier. This is a you are not a heroic figure fighting a monster for fame and glory, you are a regular Joe Schmo who happens to just know some magic. So, no. I'm sorry. Come on. Perception absolutely applies here. I'm giving you the spotting of the point where it's lightest in her hand for free. And that's because of perception. The ritual uh, itself needs to be cast at just one dark die. Fucking A. All right. Let's die. I fail. Let's die. Or you mm, or oh, or <laughs> succeed, but things will get worse in some other way. Yes, I'll allow that. Okay. So you grab it. I've decided how things are going to get worse in another way. Uh, I've got a way things can get worse as well, because I'm still in the room. Hold on a second. Let's let's see what the second half of this is. So the the move is 
the spoon slips from her hands. I have to drop the ritual because bind requires me to be motionless. So, my body was already tensed to move into this motion. Hopefully I have the drop on her. Snatch up the spoon. I'm sorry, I need to interrupt. And use my second ritual. Because I feel I would be able to sort of catch on that you're going for the ladle. So I'm absolutely going to make things harder for you on that front. Obscure doesn't just work on on me. It works on objects. <laughs> so I am going to try and hide that ladle from you. Okay, so since two things are happening at the same time, this is weird because usually this game doesn't call for it. Roll a d6 for initiative. Whoever gets the higher number, their ritual goes off first. I roll a six. Unless there's a roll off for a tie, I don't see. That's a five. Nope. Okay, so uh, Alina, your ritual will get to go off first. Okay. Do I get it? Do I have the spoon? Yeah. Okay. In that case, I'm doing something else then, but yeah. All right. Well, you you started casting the ritual, and then she grabs it anyway. So this is the start of a new action. So uh, let's go to see what Alina wants to do. My second ritual. Mask. I cover my face, and I remove myself from the senses of others. Okay. Just blank. Cannot hear me, cannot see me, cannot smell me, nothing. I cease to exist. I think tracking gets me this one. Okay, I'll give you that. Being a tracker. All right, but uh, first we want to see what Mahira does might interrupt this. So what are you doing? Well, I guess then what I need to do is defend myself. It's given that I can't grab the ladle. So instead I will use obscure on myself. So for me, it's just a straight up. Okay. 2d6. If I succeed, there's a complication. I mean, I'm already on the side of the forest, so I'm not really sure what the complication will be. But Well, it's it's against the player. So, Alina, yeah. go ahead and roll. Ma- it's a four, uh, on, four the dark on the dark die. Succeed with a complication. Uh, and my ruin is four, so it doesn't go up. All right. I also know the complication that's going to go on here. Okay. All right. Where do you go? Out. Out where? There's one door in. Okay. You climb up the ladder out of the cellar and you work your way through the manor and you're about halfway through the manor when mask drops. And then the other complication happens. The pigmen are all there and they surround you. Put it right back up. <laughs> I'm not sure because of the way this 
game works and how the stories are supposed to go that I'm going to allow enough time for you to put Mask back up before the pigmen descend on you with cleavers and hooks and other assorted, rusted, um, gore-covered. Do you have to allow time to react until Cat falls into ruin? Okay. All right, go ahead. It's just the somatic component of covering my face. Come on. I mean, you're not getting away from Nana because you are known to me. That is a false... You... Hmm. That's a full success on the dark die. I do. Oh. My ruin does go up, but I do succeed. Yes. Great, my turn. I summon you back to the Salquid room. <laughs> slow, slow down there, chief. First of all, I get a new condition. Oh, yeah. You uncontrollably and unconsciously clench your fists until your nails peel away the flesh on your palms. Alright, Mahira, go ahead and roll summon. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's five. Seasonal with condition, great. I mean, I'm already technically putting myself at six ruin by. Yeah. You know, willingly, yeah. so. Draw a known creature to you. We've already established it is a teleport through the noble. Yes. I am completely removed from your senses. The mask has to drop, okay? The, 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 ma the mask will not go on indefinitely. And if you keep casting it, you will yourself fall into ruin and come walking back in. Okay, you have to have a range too. If I have a timer, you have a range. I have visions. I, I'm on the side of the Sal Queen. Oh, but the Sal Queen can't target me. When Unless you're she's casting every single second. The nearest I can me. sprint. Look, there's only one way this is going to end, and I think it's going to have to be a contested roll, Cap. Right. You and, you and I are just going to have to have a roll-off for this. I mean, I'm down to put it to that if Colin yeah. is yeah. willing go, to let it go ride. For it. It's a contested roll. I will say this, since Namtab has fallen to the forest and therefore can be like, well, I just pump a million dark die into this and succeed automatically. No. I will I will limit myself to one dark die. Bear in mind, I'm already rolling with seven light die. Yeah. Man, why did we even get one? Because <laughs> I have ritual. Yeah, so, so oh, that yeah. sorcerer is a very good class. So if you go ritual heavy, yeah. All right, hang yeah, on, let me think mind, here. You're running the risk of falling. So careful on your dark die. Yeah, I know. Look, if I fail, I'm extremely dead. Right. But I want to eat you. Three, four, five, six. I'm at six right now. Six light. <sighs> six light, one dark, because I would have to be casting a ritual and just repeatedly throwing mask up. Six light, one dark. So I'm rolling seven, you're rolling eight. Mm-hmm. You, know you can you can add another dark die to that if you want to run the risk of falling into further darkness. I suppose it's the risk of whether your ending is you also join the side of Sad Queen versus you are cleaved and I eat you. I feel like I'm dead either way. Yeah, yeah, there's no way the Sad Queen's gonna let you live through through this. 
And it's not necessarily I fall to the Sow Queen. I fall to the forest, and that can mean a lot of things. Yeah. And I think I might get a word in that. I actually have a really good idea of what that'll look like for me uh, if I do fall in the course of this roll. Okay. No, I'm not going to give myself another dark, though. I'm just going to roll it. Then roll a six on your dark side, then. Yep. Count it down. Three, two, one. Roll. Yes, I win. (laughs) You do win. You do win. Your mask eventually drops. The summoning keeps happening. You keep getting up to the upper floors out of the cellar and you keep getting pulled back in here. And eventually it's so tiring and you're not a sorcerer like Mahira is. And so you cannot keep up the spell casting as long as he can. And eventually you appear plain as day right in front of the two and the Sow Queen grabs you by the head and jams her thumbs into your eyes before snapping your neck. Well, you know what? If I had to die to a pig, at least it was the tall one. (laughs) One last question that I need to ask for Mahira. How much gold is enough to satisfy your hunger? How much meat? How much blood? As Alira falls lifeless to the ground, I, I know what I have to do. I wish it hadn't had to be this way, but this is everything I want, everything I need. And her blood was so tasty. What will the rest of her be like? So I cook her over the convection heat. And I eat her. And then, as I allow a steady trickle of animals, humans, whichever is the closest meat to come into the manor, I rally the pigmen and their rudimentary skills, such as they may be. And we rebuild. The manor is restored to its former glory. And I live a life of relative luxury. However, rumors persist in the kingdom of the people that go missing as they come near the forest of how it seems empty of life and how slowly but surely the forest spreads until I die though my rebirth, my glory is never enough That's a good place to end it. Let's just just cut the recording there. Uh, 
What, so, I got what, so fucking close. What, so what was your uh, your way of falling to the forest in hmm. that that we didn't get to see? Uh, so just repeatedly, like basically turning myself into an undetectable specter, like doing that over and over and over and over again as I try and do what was a days-long trek in a single panicked sprint. Mask never turns off, and I turn into this undetectable ghoul, just sprinting blind through the forest. Ah, oh, that would have been neat. That would have been neat. I'm sorry. Occasionally, treasure hunters who wander in looking for the plantation on their rumors just get knocked over by nothing. Aw, oh, damn, that would have been cool. I'm sorry that the story, that the dice decide that wasn't the story we told. <laughs> would have been neat. Not meant to be. Uh, we can stop the recordings, I guess. <sighs> yeah, to, to be honest, the second I rolled seven and sort of yeah, I basically knew where that was going all along. I could have done it. You could have. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah, but I, I, th- I think it's appropriate to have it go to a dice roll. We. Huh? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I just happened to roll a character that Cat, got what, what he is wanted. It? What is it with you and losing to another player against a single dice roll? Hey, two times is coincidence. Three times is enemy action. <laughs> are, are we going to stop the bots? Yeah, there's a the, the book talks about like doing a debrief. Uh, I, I feel like the, the debrief that. Um, oh, oh, doing it's, it's, like a, it's kind of supposed to be a mental okay. health debrief. But OK, all right. Yeah. Um, but just like. I don't know. We're, we're kind of talking our way through it. Making yeah. Sure we're, yeah. We're opening up I, space to... I really love this game. This is not something I would run all the time. This is this is heavy. This it's is... Something for one of us to run as a one-shot every now and again, I think. Yes. There's so many like scenarios in this book that it's just like we could play it for a very long time. I don't want to. Like this like I had a blast doing this, but also doing this every week. No. Yeah. It's something for one of us to GM at like Halloween time. Yeah. There are t- two dozen prefabs. Oh my god. I didn't even I didn't even realize. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll play another char- I'll play a character if we want to like run this for like Halloween I, one year, I would absolutely run this. I would love an We've got opportunity our to flex, uh, like my my horror muscles as yes. a DM again. Yes, absolutely. Like yes, this is like on Halloween. We are going to be playing this then, uh, or maybe Halloween weekend, because I know like. I think how is Halloween on like a Wednesday this year or something like that. No it's idea. on a Tuesday this year. Why not? Um, well, what might be good? I mean, we don't have to release this 
until Halloween. What might be good is if True. you, me, and Cat each GM a session and see how it goes, and then you got a little series. Yeah, that's that fine. So, like, if if listeners, if another one of these comes out next week, you know what happened. We did not play it for months at a time, and I'm just releasing it one after another. But like for right now, <laughs> let's see, there's four Fridays in October. Like we could, we could find time to run four of these before Halloween and or before October, and then just like, hey, instead of a normal campaign, we're gonna we'll, we'll release this stuff. I mean, Artemis expressed an interest in getting in on this as well. True, yes. Mm. Well, she that's did. the fourth GM then for the fourth week. Yeah, there we go. Mm. Yeah, I'll um, run it around. Yeah, yeah listeners, the only re- the only reason Artemis did not join us is because uh, two thirty. Yeah, I think we got the balance right as well between sort of comedy and horror. Comedy. I would prefer I'd prefer more horror as for this yeah. game, but yeah, there's. I'm the, the, gonna push hard when it's my turn. Yes. I'm gonna be a fucking huge himbo and push back. <laughs> All right. You think I can't play against that? And, you and think also I in the game. Cry. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had an adversarial game tonight. Now imagine as the DM. Common joke cat session is just both be bodybuilders. No, no, I'm going to treat this game with the respect it deserves. I could be fucking Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so, I never actually like properly named my background it's runaway kingsguard yeah i figured i was kind of metic well i'd say metagame i was kind of looking through and trying to sort of see which ones you were because it doesn't actually matter and i figured out you were the herbalist yes i am the herbalist 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 by the way uh ten thousand percent if it ever did come to that if it ever did come to it, I was fully emotionally prepared to debut Mask by uh, hiding from everything and leaving you to be devoured by the Horde while I ran. <laughs> uh, yeah, I-, I think I was just quite lucky in the combination of spells I rolled because Obscure basically meant I'd be safe from you. And then someone meant that I could do this, the shit I wanted to do at the end. So it worked out quite well. I got to use everything. Yeah. Except symbols. Yeah, symbols. That's a weird one. I was like, I don't know if that'll come up or not. I'm sad that it didn't because it's just... But it's a weird one. I f- yeah, I mean, I could have probably pushed harder for it counting towards the bite marks, but it doesn't matter. Maybe. But then again, I don't need to be rolling every roll. I think we got the balance right between... I, I think we got the balance right in terms of time for both of us, so... It was a good session. It worked well. Eh, it went extremely well. And we are all still friends. I had wow. fun. I had I had a lot of fun being completely horrible to my friends and forcing them to... and trying to get them to eat each other. I had a lot of fun being a weird creep who uh, 
Stop putting me in your mouth, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Look, I rolled the thing and then I had to roleplay it. it I, I think know. it was a good it was a good condition for the atmosphere. It was. Yes, it extremely was. Stop putting me in your mouth, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Look, this is the only time I've ever put you in my mouth. <laughs> in the game. Shut up. <laughs> All right, I think that's yeah. enough. It's All 25 right, yeah. plus four. Let me, let me cut the let me cut the robots. Good night, everybody. Good night, listeners. Good night. Sleep well. Remember the things they have told you. Beware of the beast and its mind. Try to fight it, but it is not.